Hi, my name is Farron, and you're listening to Hungry for Apples podcast. Please follow me on Instagram, F-A-E-R-N, and check out my website, Farron.me. Grab an apple, enjoy the show. Hey, what's up? How's it going? Welcome back to Hungry for Apples. Yesterday I did my first online guided meditation. And what I mean by did is I taught one, I led one. And it was interesting because, first of all, I've never done it before. And I did it on an app versus Zoom. So the difference would be that on Zoom or some other video um, meeting app, you would you're able to see the people. You're able to see the people in the group or in the class or whatever it is that you're doing. And on an app like TikTok or um, Instagram or even I think on YouTube, I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure on YouTube as well. You can't see the people. They're leaving comments or whatever, but you can't actually see the effect. And I really wanted to run this experiment to see if I was capable of, of do, even doing that, first of all, and if it would be, you know, helpful or impactful in any way. And I have to say my experiment was a success. So I was very, very pleased. And the people that came were very happy with the way that it worked and everyone could feel everything and I explained everything well. And I just, I just wanted to say that I thought that was pretty cool. So I, at some point, might do one for this podcast. Obviously not live, because that would be silly. Um, <laughs> but I just want to know if you're interested in that. So if you are actually interested in a guided meditation as an episode of this podcast, I would love you to weigh in. Email me at hungryforapplespodcast at gmail.com Guided meditation is interesting in especially the way that I do it I think what I'm doing is more like an activation versus a meditation you don't have to be seated or anything like that but you it's more beneficial if you are and it is it very much leans on a visualization process and I know that some people can't do any kind of visualization so um, that's also very interesting to me because what I've done is I've mixed in my knowledge um, from yoga teaching and added some added some little things for everyone to do to help everything land so what that would be would be perhaps simple movement or some breathing or a pay attention to this moment. And um, yeah, it was interesting and I had a good time and they had a good time. I just kind of wanted to share that. For today's topic, I want to just kind of go over a little bit of an idea that I have. It's something that I'm writing on and I feel as though this is going to be very helpful to a lot of people. So it's this concept of 
Um, first of all, let me just give you a little background. The idea of most of what I talk about in general has to do with personal expansion. So whether you go about that via movement, via conversation, via, via emotional integrity or integration, all of it has to do with personal expansion, which is what yoga is also. It's just that some of the marketing needs um, to be shaped up so that people can understand that. But that's besides the point. Let's focus. Okay. So the idea that I want to bring up right now is this concept of the universe is breathing us. So the universe is breathing us, right? The best way to connect to ourselves is by breathing. You know, uh, you know this. Take a deeper breath. Um, go outside. Calm down. Have some breaths. Uh, how many times have you heard that in your life? You know, um, stop there. Take a breath. You know, that kind of stuff. And you also know that if you're hyperventilating, you your body will have a problem. You know that if you're congested, your your head starts to have a problem. So breath is very, very much a part of how we integrate and how we live. And, you know, it keeps us alive. I mean, let's just be obvious about it. So the idea of the universe is breathing us. No matter which belief structure you fall into, you will have some idea of what I'm talking about. Whether you think it's the sun or the moon guiding us or astrological or political, you can agree that there's forces moving which naturally we interact with just by being alive. Often overlooked and probably misunderstood in the process. So what am I talking about? Well, the obvious one would be when things are a little bit kind of crazy around the full moon or lately, especially this past year and a half or so, there have been a lot of days where the energy is just extremely high and this is causing a lot of kind of uproar within people. But you can admit that there are, there are things that shift us that we have zero control over, whether it's the weather or the oceans or whatever it is, <laughs> the earth spinning, <laughs> the moon wobble, whatever thing you want to look at, you know that there's a force that is kind of in control of all of that. So if you think about it that way, anytime that shifts, our body also shifts, no matter which thing you look at, right? So the moon is the easiest one because it's the most apparent. So the full moon, often lots of crazy things happen, right? There's a shift that happens that kind of brings that up around us. You know that if, let's say, the weather shifts really quickly, this also causes kind of a uncontrollable response within the body. You know what I mean? It's interesting because we're trained as, you know, as we grow up to not really pay attention to those things when those things are really shifting us day to day. Some people don't really pay that much attention to it. Some people aren't able to feel the shifts. I get it. Everybody's position in this is completely valid. In fact, one doesn't exist without the other. So for every extremely energy sensitive person, 
there's another person that can't feel anything and they are just as valid. There's no hierarchy here. But the group that I'm talking to are mostly energy sensitive people or people that are involved in the ideas around ascension or expansion. Um, like I said, emotional integration. All of these things are very much not really controlled by the environment and the energy, but we can't not interact with those energies. It's just, there's no way. It's kind of like trying to go against gravity. It is not happening. <laughs> so the more we are aware of how those things shift us and what it is that they do for us, what opportunities they bring up, the easier it is to deal with when energies kind of go a little bit crazy or they go a little sideways or they're really low vibration and everyone's feeling really tired and cranky and they don't really understand what the heck's going on. Whatever it is, whatever it is, you have to understand that your body is interacting with something environmental that you may not be cognitively aware of. And the more we become aware to this other breath, the breath of the universe, the easier it is for us to have our own personal expansion. So personal expansion is anything that you want to happen, whether it's financial abundance, whether it's not being a jerk to the bus driver, whether it's, you know, um, having, finding your special person, having children, um, whatever your thing is, the, the more you go through a personal expansion, the closer you are to whatever it is that you want in your life. That's what I'm talking about. So for example, when the energy is really high, um, people call it high vibe and all that, you know, the way that people talk about it, it's after it's as if they think everyone is just supposed to enjoy it right away. And it is very agitating. A high vibration is a very agitating. If you think about a high pitched sound, that can be how agitating it is to a person that doesn't understand why all of a sudden their system is being shook up. But what this action does is op is it provides us with an opportunity to integrate what a lot of people call suppressed emotional charges. So the big energetic shifts start to allow you to uncover these emotions. And often they're, um, uh, often they're a lot and it becomes a little bit too much for some people if it happens very quickly, which is why there's always kind of a, a release valve in a way. So Let's say someone is for the first time dealing with an emotional upheaval from an extreme high vibrational experience. Instead of, you know, jumping on the expansion train, they might actually go exactly to the opposite. In fact, this will happen, I think, a few times before it's understood by the system that it's actually safe to go the other way because it depends on what it is that we're used to. Often people are looking for something kind of familiar to tap into to understand, especially when it's an energy or an emotion that they've never dealt with. 
if it's something that's been kind of suppressed or pushed down or hidden. That's what it was for me. I had a lot of things hidden. I didn't realize they were back there. And these are really important things to uncover. In fact, for some of us, they shaped every single thing we were doing. And then you take away those things. Um, when you take away this suppression, all of a sudden you can feel like a totally new person. And when you're going through an expansion or an expansion period, or some people like to call it an awakening period, it is something that you go over and over and over and over. This isn't something that happens one time. I mean, I guess for some people it does, but those are very unique beings that um, probably don't exist so often on the earth plane. Let's just put it that way. So what happens though with this high vibration is it can press on the emotional body, like I'm saying, right? And often people say that they end up getting stuck here because they're thinking about it so much. It's usually the thing that I've, that I kind of dig up when I start to talk to people about this. And what it is, is they're trying to understand why this thing is repeatedly coming up instead of dealing with the thing that is actually coming up. So the repetition becomes so incessant that you're forced to look at the thing. So you can choose to look at that thing the first time it comes around, the second time it comes, comes around, or you might wait till the millionth time it comes around. By that millionth time, you might be so darned agi agitated by it that you are. there's absolutely nowhere else to turn. You have to look at that thing straight in the face and figure out why it is that you're reacting that way, and that's what clears it. We're given a lot of opportunities that we miss, and often these things are missed because of our trying to logically go about this process. And it's not a logical process until we understand the breathing thing. And then all of a sudden it becomes logical. And I mean our physical breathing, our breathing, and the breathing that I'm talking about today, the universe is breathing us. So the biggest, I think the biggest hitch for people is that they personify emotions and they also feel as though whatever triggered them to react is the cause of the of the thing which is again what these are you're dealing with a shield or a veil in front of something that you haven't looked at and there might actually be 10 veils do you get what i'm saying so the person that makes you feel like shit isn't necessarily the cause of what's going on in fact most of the time they really, really aren't. It's just that their energy and your energy were in the perfect moment to bring up this thing that you absolutely have to deal with. And your choice is to deal with the thing or, you know, I don't know how to say this, like shoot down the messenger, I guess that, yeah, that, that, that works. <laughs> So it's, it's just interesting because the universe is providing this as an opportunity because, but because our human mind or our ego or however you want to look at it doesn't really either want to deal with it or we haven't given ourselves the permission to deal with it. And how do you do that? You have to imply safety in some way because if your system thinks, thinks that 
any of this is wrong, that they're wrong, it that you're wrong for having these emotions in any way, the work isn't being done. That you'll come back around again and again and again. And then you'll think that you're wrong for having to come back around. And so none of this is wrong. It's a process for us to uncover what it is that we've either forgotten about ourselves or the connection to the universe and the earth that we've completely ignored. It depends on where you are in your system. It depends on where you are in society and what it is that you're doing with your life. Everybody's going to have a different opportunity, but the ultimate location is the same. It's just, there's millions of pathways there. More and more people are wanting to learn about their natural connection to the environment. But then get kind of blindsided with um, an abundance of emotional responses. This is not only normal, it's so common, it's almost impossible to describe, in my opinion. All of this creates a more possible connectivity. The environment, the universe, it's all providing this opportunity for us. This is the universe breathing us. And we reconnect and remember. And then we have to continue to remind ourselves until it's just happening um, just normally. So basically what I'm saying here is we go through all of these emotions and all of these day-to-day things and it gives us an opportunity to expand the, the human that we are But ideally, what's happening here is the natural world has pretty much all of the answers that we're looking for, but we have been so disconnected that we need to go through this energetic shift, and the universe is providing us with that shift so that we can move away from so much thinking and down into our hearts that we can actually connect with the breath of the universe so that we can continue to remember just how wonderful it is to be human, but also that we're bigger and brighter and just so much as possible as soon as we continue to remind ourselves of our inherent connection to the breath of the universe or the universe breathing us. The more we take care of the human body, and understand how we connect to all that is, the more people around us will begin to remember. And I know that sounds a little bit lofty, but lately I've been seeing so many people in this beautiful and awakening and expanding space, and they're going around trying to force people to open up and see what it is that they're missing. And although... I understand wanting to do that because you want to assist, but at the same time, the more that you do that, the more likely it is for those people to turn around and go the other way. And by taking care of yourself and expanding and being the human that you know that you are will help the people around you without putting that space in between you. And this doesn't mean that you shouldn't teach people things that you learn, you know, share 
share scriptures and mantras and anything that helps you, that totally do that. But forcing it on people and telling people that it's the only way, this isn't going to work. This is going to cause you to have a lot more personal work to do than you realize. And, um, and I'm just saying that just in case you were thinking that you might want to run around and tell everyone this wonderful thing that you've learned. And the reason I think this way is because if we're going to move towards a more earth-based understanding and into the heart space, the heart mind, then we can't take actions that put somebody at, in the wrong in any way. And that doesn't mean that people don't do things that are not helpful. <laughs> and I really, especially now, I'm seeing a lot with um, the residential school, residential schools, and our water protectors and things like that in um, Native American treaties and all of these things. And I just, I'm not saying that these things aren't terrible. I'm just saying that. They're coming up now because they're going to be, everything's going to start to clear up. And the more we all take care of ourselves and become more connected to the earth and more connected to our true pulsation and expansion and contraction that happens on a regular basis, the more everything's going to start to smooth out energetically. I think that the hardest part eventually, eventually, is allowing this to be seen because you have to be okay with kind of sharing a little bit about where you've been and what you've changed. And I don't mean publicly, I mean just with your family and friends. And being seen in that way is putting yourself in a vulnerable state. But again, the more that you allow them to see that, the more everyone begins to reconnect and remember. And also to be clear with your boundaries, this is a, a very good example of where it gets a little bit sticky. But the the thing that's important about boundaries is they're not just about you nourishing yourself, but also about nourishing the people around you. So sometimes you need space for you, but also sometimes they need space for them. And the more that we start to fall in line with understanding these interactions that we naturally take part in, the more we will understand how the universe is breathing us and everyone benefits so I think that we can agree that there's a big energy of some sort that moves us as humans and that would be the universe in some way shape or form and every time the universe expands or contracts it affects us as a human every time we breathe and our lungs and our diaphragm are expanding and contracting it affects us as a human but also the people around us and our environment so there's no way for us to not be interconnected 
And I think by looking at the universe as breathing us, we can expand to a kind of a bigger circle or a bigger hoop and kind of start to integrate and take a bigger look at what's going on. And I think that will bring a lot more happiness to a lot of people. At least that's, that's the idea I have. Let me know what you think. Email me. Hungryforapplespodcast at gmail.com All right. Thanks for being here. Take care. Bye now. All right, that's our show for this week. Thanks for listening all the way through. If you enjoyed the podcast, please consider a small donation over at patreon.com backslash Farron. And feel free to reach out to me on Instagram, F-A-E-R-N. Or if you have any questions, check out my website, Farron.me. You can contact me there. You can see my class schedule and upcoming events. Again, you've been listening to Hungry for Apples with your host, Farron. I'm just feeling it out. Thanks for listening. Until next time. Bye.